Truth is in short supply in our world today, and it is the greatest need of the next generation. Young people, all people, need God's truth. Today, we join Scott Pauley in examining a key Bible passage that gives truth for youth. Did you know that the word youth is found 70 times in our English Bible? Now think of this. If you were driving down a highway and you saw 70 billboards that all had the exact same message on it, would you get the idea that someone was trying to tell you something? Well, as you wind your way through the pages of Holy Scripture, 70 times you have the word youth. And then many more times you have references to young people, young men and young women, uh, to children, why? Because God has a purpose for every generation. We've been talking about giving God's truth to youth this week. We began by looking at three things that every young person needs to hear in 1 Samuel 1. And then we looked in Psalm 127 at three things every young person needs to take to heart. But today I want to bring you to the New Testament and show you three things that every young person needs to have. These are found in the little books of 1st and 2nd Timothy. A very appropriate place because the Apostle Paul is helping a young man named Timothy to get equipped, to get ready to carry on when Paul is gone. And isn't that our purpose? To leave something behind of lasting value. To, to enable the next generation to continue long after we have passed off the scene. And if I might say this before we look at the Scriptures together, I'm afraid that in our world today, we have the idea that young people need to have many things that are not essential. As a matter of fact, if you back up a generation, a generation ago, our grandparents would have never dreamed of having so many of the things that many of us enjoy today. And yet, is it possible that in adding all of these extras, we have gotten away from that which is most important? What are the things every young person absolutely needs to have? Well, let's begin in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, where Paul wrote to this young man and says, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. The first thing I would suggest to you from 1 Timothy that every young person needs to have is every young person needs to have a testimony. And let me clarify, in a very real sense, every young person does have a testimony. In fact, in the Old Testament, we read that even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. So when I say a testimony, I mean a testimony for the Lord. I mean not just any name. I mean a good name, rather to be chosen than great riches. It is more important that young people know the Lord and help others know the Lord than it is that they know every athlete or that they know every thing about how to make money. It's much more important that they reflect the glory of God than the temporary beauty that this world has to offer. And 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12 is all about saying to young people, look, here's the truth. You ready? You need a testimony that you can build on the rest of your life. Someone wisely said that it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and a moment to tear it down. Well, they need to begin early in life, as early in life as possible, in building the right kind of reputation, the right kind of good name. And so every young person needs to have a testimony. 
The second thing that every young person needs to have is found in 2 Timothy. So if you turn a couple pages over to the second letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, you read in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 and verse 6 these words, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Every young person not only needs to have a testimony, they need to have teachers. And that's essentially what Paul is referring to in 2 Timothy chapter 1. Timothy had been the recipient of the right kind of instruction and influence. Let me pause just a moment and say that not every child has the privilege of growing up with with a Christian father or with a godly mother. But every young person can have a spiritual father and a spiritual mother in a local New Testament church. Now, don't get me wrong. It should begin at home. And for every dad and mother that's listening to me right now, it's not someone else's job to help your children know the Lord. It's your job. It's my job. It begins with us. Take it seriously. But I'm saying to every young person that may be listening who may say, well, I didn't have that. Did you know Timothy didn't have a perfect situation either? His mother was was a believer. But his father, best we can tell, was an unbeliever. He was a, a Gentile. This was a young man that didn't come from a perfect circumstance, and yet he did have someone pouring God's truth into his life, influencing him, pointing him in the right direction. And I would point out to you that that did not start with Paul. It didn't start at the church house. It started at his house. He had a grandmother named Lois. He had a mother named Eunice. And I don't know who your Lois or who your Eunice is, but there's someone that's been praying for you, someone that's been pointing you to the Lord. Thank God for them. May I ask, who will you do that for? Who will you pass that kind of teaching along to? And then when you come to verse 6, the Apostle Paul comes along and he puts his hands on Timothy and he anoints him and prays over him and ordains him to the gospel ministry and he continues to pour into him. In a very real sense, we all are simply uh, recipients of all of the multitude of influences that have come into our lives. But every young person needs to have the right kind of teachers. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, "...and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also." This is how truth goes to youth and then to the next generation and the next and the next. Like links in a chain... In a sense, we all are students and we all are teachers. And then he says in 2 Timothy 3 verse 14, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. In other words, Timothy, think about your teachers. Think about those who, who live the life and who also share the truth with you. And thank God for them. Every young person needs to have teachers. And so, my friend, If you say, well, I didn't have much of that, determine you're going to start that kind of godly line right where you are and that your children will never have to say they went without it. By the grace of God, you're going to pass on God's principles to the next generation because every young person needs to have a testimony. Every young person needs to have teachers. And thirdly and finally, every young person needs to have the truth. We come full circle back to the whole emphasis, this truth for youth, And we close with 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning in verse 15. Paul writes to Timothy, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, 
that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Did you hear the progression? In verse 15, he's a child, but by the time he gets to verse 17, he's the man of God. Would you, would you like your children to become men of God? Would you like your daughters to become women of God? Would you like them not just to get older, but to grow up, to mature in the faith, to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ? Then here's what they need. They need the truth of God's Word. They need Scripture. Pour the Word of God into their lives. The Bible says here, if they have God's truth, if they have the Scriptures, then they have the ability to know how to be saved, to make them wise in a salvation. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. It gives them doctrine, teaches them what to believe. It reproves them, it corrects them, it, it instructs them. In other words, think about this. Everything the next generation needs can be found in the Word of God. Do you believe the Bible is all-sufficient, even in your child-raising? Do you believe that the Bible is all-sufficient in your home? Every young person needs to have a testimony. But if that's going to happen, they need to have teachers. And if we're going to be the right kind of teachers, then they need to have the truth. And we need to be the ones to give it to them. By the grace of God, let's determine to pass on truth to youth and then ask every young person to pass it on to another generation. Would you make it your business to pass this truth on to someone else? Truth is to be shared. For additional Bible helps and to have a part in this ministry, visit us online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will use all of us to make a difference in the next generation. Mm -hmm.